This is a darker wave, the best in underground techno and deep house. Radio Flincher. Radio Flincher. Broadcasting to Flint. Welcome to A Darker Wave. Thanks for joining me. In the show this week, we have an interview from our visit to ADE 2017 with the respected Tim Van Parody, also known as Invite. He talks to us about his DJing, producing his own music, the curation of his popular Invite's Choice podcast series and his record label, also called Invite's Choice. And that's coming up in about half an hour. The exclusive guest mix is from Redshifter, it's a live recording of his set at a Darker Waves inaugural event at Club 43 Northampton on the 12th of August, and that's coming up in the second and third hours of the show. The tracks we play in our mix in the first hour are all by Invite himself, or from some of the EPs released on the Invite's Choice record label, which features artists such as Ben Gibson, Eric Fetcher, Nima Kark, and lots more. The fifth track in our mix is Vertigo by Shlamo. Fourth up, it's Heiter by Takaki Ito. Third track is Mephisto by Eric Fetcher. And second, it's Isolator by Drafted. And we're starting the show with Copylust by Border One. Let's get this show rolling. It's rolling.
find out more about the show and the artists that we feature, check out our Facebook page, which is Darker Wave. There's also Twitter, at a darker wave, and our email address is a darkerwave at hotmail.com. Don't forget, you can listen again on our SoundCloud and Mixcloud pages, which, if you search for, it is a darker wave. The tracks you've been listening to for the last 15 minutes were Determined by Invite, The Workout by Nima Kark, Sleep Disorders by Overall Severity, Sitka by Ben Gibson, and Higgs by Invite. Now, it's time for this week's interview. While we were at ADE 2017 last month, we caught up with Tim Van Paradis, also known as Invite. So a darker wave at Amsterdam Dance Event 2017. Uh, we're here uh, with Tim Van Paradis, also known as Invite. Good afternoon. <laughs> Good afternoon. Tim is a DJ, producer, podcast curator and record label owner. His DJ sets, Invites Choice podcast series and record label Invites Choice are linked by one common theme, the finest quality techno from around the world. From its inception, the podcast has been showcasing some stellar artists. Tim is a great DJ and producer in his own right, clocking up many years in the music business over the last decade or so, and the record label was begun in 2015 and is now on its 10th release. How and when did you get into music and in particular into techno? Techno was 1994-1995. In the beginning I didn't know anything about the music. Um, I always thought I started listening at the late 80s when a guy from a street gave me a cassette because I always heard strange story, strange noises from his from his bedroom and it, I didn't know anything there was no internet of course at that time so and what music was that yeah I guess it was like house acid or whatever I was like seven or eight when I started listening to it I'm not 36 Detroit house or Chicago house maybe. yeah maybe yeah. but and from there I started listening to hardcore, early hardcore, drum and bass, and different kinds of styles and then also techno. So for me it started in 1995 I guess. And I bought my first techno record in 1996 when I was 15. What was that record? That's 2000, it was the, the surgeon one. So yeah, I was always interested from the beginning to to, to the English ones, to, like Birmingham, London, yeah. and Jeff Mills started maybe in 1997, 1998, Robert Hood stuff. In the beginning I didn't understand it. Well, that was underground resistance, wasn't it, as well? As well, but I guess UR came a bit later. I was more into the loopy stuff, like all the Advent stuff, more the the... the, the the, the synthy things came maybe in 1998, 1999. Yeah. What were your musical influences at the time? And what was it about techno that got you into techno? Maybe the loopy thing. The loopy thing. The loopy thing, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I get, but in the beginning I didn't understand it. I understood it when I visited the first, the second Awakenings party was in 1997. It took me a few years to understand techno. Maybe because I came from the hardcore background and other things. And when I saw the old Awakenings building, they rebuilt it a bit, a little bit. Um, 
at that point I really understood it. So it was 1997. Do you find techno is something you can bring emotion to? In the past, definitely, yeah. For me more, I prefer the old stuff when I compare to the new stuff. Or maybe I don't get emotional anymore because I listen it too long. But I really like the old, the old. Sometimes I get more emotional about ambient stuff. Um, whatever. It's hard to be emotional about loopy stuff. <laughs> How and when did you actually start DJing? Uh, when I was 16. I started buying records like one year before. Um, and I, when I was 16, so it was 20 years ago. And I'd like to talk about the Invites Choice podcast series, which is, I think, one of the most popular um, techno podcast series on, on the internet. How and when did that start? Six years ago, I guess. And now, six years ago, um, it actually started because I want to have like a platform to publish music to people, give a lot of unknown artists a spot to, to create stuff. And every artist can play what they want, but most of the time nowadays it's like techno. But. Like, like for example, Steve Rochmalt, he played like a new wave 80s electro kind of mix, which I really like and I still like and I still play it. So. But like 90 or 95% of the mixes nowadays are more techno-based. Which, yeah. Did its popularity surprise you at all? Yes. <laughs> yes. What do you think it is that, that people have latched onto that's made it so popular? Maybe it's the balance between well-known names and unknown um, people um, how do they say that will will de not develop but uh, learn a lot of new names which they didn't knew before maybe that's that's the power of i can say that after like five or six years maybe that's the the strength about the power of the, the of the podcast series how do you select the artists for the podcast series? Do, do they send mixes in or do you contact them? 95% of the artists I will contact by myself. Sometimes, or I get a lot of requests weekly, but most of the time I prefer to send an artist in, in, in like a request by myself. So is this because you like their music or their music moves? Yeah, most of the time yeah. I know their productions. Most not because of the really sometimes because of I heard the podcast or I saw them playing in a club or whatever. Yeah. Most of most of the time it's like the, the productions itself. Yeah. Um, okay, if we can talk about your your own DJ now. Um, <laughs> If I can say that your DJ sets are legendary, they are for me anyway, uh, when I've seen them, um, I think they're just amazing. Um, there's a great video clip on your Facebook page of your set at the Smearball Festival this year <laughs> yeah, in yeah. Utrecht. Yeah. What, what made that so special and um, what do you aim for when you're DJing? The, the thing with Smearball is like I played there since it was a super small party for like 200 people and then it became a festival um, and the funny thing about the 7,000 
people. Video I played in uh, Edinburgh the night before in Scotland for like 100 people. <laughs> so the difference was super funny. And I thought before I will play there for like 2,000 people, but the, the, the festival increased so much in like one year, I didn't expect to be playing for like 7,000 people. So it was it was really funny and I didn't play there for like a few years. I guess that was the last time and I played there next year for the first time in like five years or six years. So it, it changed a bit, but in a good way. How, sorry. Yeah, you had another question. Yeah, what <laughs> do you aim for when you're DJ? That people are having a good time. Maybe it's an old-fashioned way of thinking, maybe. But I never forgot the people on the dance floor. So maybe, maybe that's my way of playing. How do you prepare for a DJ set? Because I'm very conscious that your DJ sets kind of evolve. Yeah. They don't just go in with a, you know. Sometimes, sometimes it really sometimes, depends. It really yeah. depends on the night. Sometimes, when, for example, when I play a trezor, I prepare a bit different than, for example, I play in Amsterdam somewhere, because the, I know the location and I can play a bit rougher than clubs which are not that clean, uh, or especially not clean. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Sometimes they're the best clubs. <laughs> I like clubs which are not clean, yeah. so <laughs> yeah, it's cool. So sometimes I I make a selection for like 80 tracks and I have a few maps, a few playlists on my USB stick or, or what, whatever. And then most of the time I choose just on the fly. Is that when you're reading the crowd, you're making the connection with the crowd and getting their empathy? Sometimes for me it's a bit hard to make a connection with the crowd because I'm more focused on the setup and, and mixing. Sometimes I forgot to make the connection with the people, but I'm always looking to the dance floor. Is that connection harder to make at the bigger clubs and in the bigger festivals because the DJ booth tends to be set further back and higher mm -hmm. up than in the small clubs? Especially when you play for like 7,000 people, it's really yeah. hard. Yeah. You mostly see only the few, yeah, the few, first few rows. Yeah. That, that's the problem, but that, in one way I prefer the smaller clubs. You're quite well known as well for your marathon DJ sets for the seven, eight, nine hour sets that must be a completely different uh, yeah. thing <laughs> I, look, I like the, the way you can build up from ambient to like dub techno to like electro or whatever and is that how you would structure a, a marathon set if you like with the different genres yeah I can't, i'm not the type like myself which i really like about master Depp, and they can play like for example in techno records electro things i'm more playing in blocks so i build it up from electro to like techno, back to dub techno, whatever. I'm, I'm not that good in playing an electro track, techno, dub techno, ambient, everything in like one quarter or 15 minutes. I'm not that good in it. How do you find the, the energy to keep going when it gets into the sixth, the seventh, the eighth hour? Is it, do you find it very tiring or does the music continue to give you the... Maybe the most of the time when I have like nine hours, I. After six hours or seven hours, I'm getting used to the, the hours or playing a long set. 
So most of the time, after nine hours, I'm thinking, damn, I need to play this one and play that one. And I forgot to play it, so that's a problem for me. When the tiredness kicks in. <laughs> yeah, or I forgot the time. Yeah. Yeah, and then the door bouncer is saying, oh yeah, for like five minutes. Yeah. I'd like to talk now about the Invites, Invites Choice record label. Mm -hmm. It's now on its 10th EP with the release, recent release of Unspoken Voices by Border One last month. How do you go about choosing artists to release on the label? Mainly because I like the previous productions. Sometimes they came up with an idea, I want to do a new name, a new project and they send me stuff. In the past I always had like a lot of theories the artists they'd be and then I changed to solo EPs to give the artists more space to yeah, to release different kinds of tracks. Um, nowadays a lot of artists send me like demos. So from there I pick the artist. And do you have a lot of involvement with the production side of, of the EPs that go out on the record label? Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. But they always they always send me stuff and if I like it I will release it. It's just a simple thing. I never will say to an artist just change this and change that. Sometimes when I when I don't like a, a pet sound or whatever, and I say maybe you can send the track without the pet and I can listen to it again and decide if I will like it or not. Do you have any hobbies outside of music? I try to. Which is really, really difficult because my life is for 90% is all about techno. <laughs> well, you've got the record label, you've got the podcast series. Yeah, there's coming up another record label, another podcast yeah. series for my own stuff, which yeah. will start in January. And you've got your own releases and you've got your DJing, so yeah, you're a very so, busy guy. <laughs> yeah. So next year I will start a new concept, which is Paracast, which is like a monthly podcast and a record label, which like two records per year or whatever. And do you have, does the new concept have a name? Paracast. It's like para is like paradise. It's a, sm a small part of my last name. And cast is like podcast. Or, and I use the same name for the record label as I do for the podcast. And it will be a personal concept, which means no guest. I'm only doing the mixes, which will be um, balanced between uh, homemade studio mixes and recordings from my sets and the uh, labels only music for myself so I can for example if I want to release an electro track if I have one I can do that one and finally what are you listening to right now what artists or tracks inspire <laughs> I'm really really bad with names <laughs> really 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 bad I really I really when I saw Helena Howe for the first time I was really thinking oi that's really cool DV's one is still super influenced for me Steve Rachmat is old stuff not I'm not really a fan of his new stuff but Helena Howe was amazing I really like how she's playing 140 BPM techno and electro together um, I guess I, I listen to a lot of electro nowadays. Sometimes I'm really bored with, with techno, sometimes. Because when I'm listening to, to like demos, it's like I'm not really into the trend stuff and the trends hype, it's nothing for me. And sometimes I'm getting really bored with the dark, distorted stuff. It was cool like five years ago, but now there's too many copy things for me. 
So I prefer to listen to other stuff, otherwise I'm getting really bored with things. So. Okay, well, thank you very much for taking the time out to speak to us. Really appreciate it. Thanks a lot for having me.
tracks we played in the last 30 minutes were Aquatic, Measure and Refund, all of which are by Invite, Diffuse by Border One, Cray Blitz and Deep Blue, both of which are by Eric Fetcher, Mars One by Quindet and Habitat by Border One. Now it's time for this week's guest mix. Redshifter is no stranger to a darker wave. We've featured his music before on the show and his live set at Tech Noir in Bangkok, Thailand was our guest mix in show 118. When we were planning our first A Darker Wave event and we heard Redshifter was in the UK over summer, we just had to ask him to headline. He agreed and here is the set he played in its entirety. So, for the next two hours, please enjoy this amazing live set by Redshifter.
what a great set that was. Red Shifter, recorded at a Darker Wave first event at Club 43 Northampton on the 12th of August 2017. Thank you very much Red Shifter for coming over to play for us and for letting us play your amazing set in the show tonight. The set wasn't a DJ set, it was a live set all created in Ableton Live on the night by Red Shifter. And it was a great two hours of techno, and I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. I also hope you enjoyed our interview with Invite in the first hour of the show, and all the music we played either side of his interview came from his Invite's Choice record label, which has an amazing choice of artists and music, and I really enjoyed listening to some of those tracks again and hearing them all in the two continuous mixes, one either side of Invite's interview. Well, I hope you enjoyed the show tonight as much as I enjoyed presenting it to you. That's all I've got time for this week. See you next week. Same time, same place.
you've been listening to A Darker Wave. Every Saturday at 9pm. All the best in underground techno and deep house. Flincher. Radio Flincher. Broadcasting to Flint.